0: Yes, yes, Welcome to another interesting episode of All Things Basketball Podcast. And, of course, I'm your host, Coach Luke. We're getting there, baby. Episode 49, one from 50. You already know, man. I'm very excited to get to that 5-0, man. It's very, very exciting. Uh, we're having a wonderful, wonderful time. I'm glad all of the listeners, everybody that shares, everybody that downloads have stuck with me. And we're getting more and more people to the fold of All Things Basketball Podcast. But let's get into the episode. Episode 49. The name of episode 49, people, Good Vibrations. The name of episode 49, Good Vibrations. All right? Well, let's get into episode 49. But before we get into episode 49, you guys know what we got to do. Tap in. We got to tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if we need good training, you know what to do. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. Let's go. All right. Let's get it started. Let's get it started. Coming out of that Clipper building, Doc Rivers sat down with reporters uh, right before training camp was, as you know, the 15th of September training camp starts for most teams. But uh, a lot of people are already in the building, taking shots, warming up, getting ready for uh, the um, training camp. And so a few reporters gathered around Doc Rivers and asked Doc Rivers, hey, who's going to be your go to guy at the end of games? Well, you know, Doc Rivers has a whole lot of talent on that Clipper team now. It could be several people that'll be his go-to guy. But I really, in Coach Luke's eyes, I really think it's the guy that's done it over and over again. That bad, bad man Kawhi Leonard is going to be his go-to guy. But then again, Paul George is a go-to guy too. He's into games 5-4-3-2-1 also. So he's, you know, you got a great luxury when you have excellent talent like the Clippers have right now. And as I said before, I really believe they're the front runner between the Lakers and the Clippers. They have to be the front runner to hoist that trophy this year. They've just got to be the front runner. And you can't forget the Houston Rockets. So you got a three-horse race, really, to see who's going to hoist that trophy. But I really believe the Clippers have the edge because they have a stronger bench. But we kind of got off. We're talking about Doc Rivers. He was asked the question, who's going to be your go-to guy with the game on the line? And Doc Rivers said, you know, we have a whole lot of go-to guys. Um, I might just bring in Lou Williams off the bench for the last shot of the game. And, of course, he's not playing because Lou Williams, the sixth man of the year, gets buckets, man. Lou Williams can end the game, and you can bring Lou Williams in to end the game and so that's how Doc Rivers answered that question kept all the confusion out of his building because if he would have said Paul George uh, people would have raised the eyebrow and if he would have said Kawhi Leonard that would have been the proper thing to say but I think um, Doc Rivers is letting cooler heads prevail and he answered it very well when he said I'll bring Lou Williams in to end the game because they have a lot of talent on the Clippers right now any one of those guys can end the game. And so that was a wonderful, wonderful answer from Doc Rivers. And Doc Rivers has got to be the best coach in the league. Like I always said, it's either him or Greg Popovich. Apples and oranges, man. Greg, uh, Greg Popovich is an excellent coach. He's coaching Team USA right now. But Doc Rivers is also an excellent coach. You really don't know which way to go. But in my eyes, Doc Rivers is the best coach in the NBA and that was his answer to that question. The White Howard is taking the quiet approach, his second time around with the Lakers. Not too many interviews, quick interviews, not too much laughing and joking. I think a lot of the laughing and joking the first time he was in the purple and gold got a lot of flack. He got a whole lot of flack for the laughing and joking with the media as, and, and a lot of people started to say, well, is Dwight Howard serious? Well, of course he's serious. This is his profession. He makes millions and millions of dollars. I always thought Dwight Howard was serious and was a heck of a ball player. But a lot of people labeled him uh, a very, um, you know, like he didn't care. Um, he didn't care whether he win won games or lost games and things of that nature because he was always joking. Well, this time around, it seems like Dwight Howard has changed his tune, and he's being a whole lot more serious. And again, he's not taking every interview. He's taking a few interviews, and they're short. And I think you should always learn from your mistakes and change up your game, whether it's on the court or off the court. So kudos to Dwight Howard for changing up his approach this time in the Purple and Gold. Once again, tap in, people. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people, All Things Basketball Podcast. It's for you. Let's go. Well, out of that Philadelphia building, man, we talked a whole lot about Ben Simmons acquiring a jump shot, and man, it looks like he has. I tell you, he's showing off three-pointers, mid-range, turn around, jab step. Man, Ben Simmons is really looking good, people. He's really looking good from the outside and the perimeter right now, and that could do nothing uh, but help the Philadelphia 76ers and then improve their game because you have to spread the floor if you're a point guard. And if Ben Simmons can acquire that during the regular season and continue to shoot like that, then you better look out for those 76ers because that just adds another dimension to the talented, talented team that they already have. And, you know, and and years past, what was happening was because Ben Simmons couldn't shoot from the outside, they would pack the defenses in. Most teams would pack it in and see what he could do as far as create for himself or for others. But now, if you have to pay attention to his jump shot, what winds up happening is he gets to spread the floor a whole lot better, and that could be nothing but a good thing for the Philadelphia 76ers coming into this season. If Ben Simmons can nail that jump shot the way he's been nailing it in practice, man, you better look out. So whoever was whoever his shooting coach was, Really did an excellent job with Ben Simmons. They did an excellent job. They're showing him hitting threes. He's going to the free throw line, which was also a weak spot in his game, and he's nailing free throws, man. I think, you know, I watched him on YouTube hit about 10 straight free throws. I've never seen Ben Simmons shoot like that. Form is good. The arc, the trajectory is excellent. Ben Simmons is doing his thing from the outside, people. And I'm going to tell you, That's going to be something serious for the Philadelphia 76ers. He's also working out with Tobias Harris, L.I. You got to pull. Tobias Harris is a real cagey veteran, and he's, you know, talking to Ben Simmons. Ben Simmons is considerably younger than Tobias, and he's letting Ben Simmons know, man, you got to shoot that ball with confidence. Tobias Harris is a baller, man, and Ben Simmons is a baller, and it could do nothing but help the Philadelphia 76ers, if these two guys get on the same page and then you got that bad man Joel Embiid on the inside, I'm going to tell you it's going to be a wonderful thing in Sixerland if they can get it all together. And they too can represent the East. A lot of people are not talking about the 76ers, but they are a serious threat to represent the heat, the Eastern Conference and hoist the trophy. I really believe so. All they need to do is focus on what the task is at hand, and they can hoist the trophy also. And so the Philadelphia 76ers is a big threat in the Eastern Conference. I know we talk about Milwaukee. We talk about the defending champion, Toronto Raptors. okay? We talk about these type of teams, but you can't forget the Philadelphia 76ers when you talk about the Eastern Conference because they're going to be right around That one to three spot, and it's going to be a serious, serious issue for the teams, not only in the East, but the NBA, because they have the size and they also have the ability to get the job done. So that's a wonderful thing at the Philadelphia building that Ben Simmons is nailing that jumper, baby. He's laying it in there. He's shooting lights out right now. But again, the defense isn't on him. You know, I saw the clips. The defense isn't on them. I would like to see some defense on them, but I really believe this is a great, great improvement for the Philadelphia Sixers and Ben Simmons on a whole as a basketball player. All right, here we go. We got our AAU profile, man. Our AAU profile, as always, we do an AAU profile every single show, people. We do an AAU profile Every single show. And like Coach Luke like to do it, I like to have a guy, then I have the girls. I have the guys, then I have the girls. So this show, we have a young lady out of the South Carolina area, Ashlyn Watkins. And her AAU team is the South Carolina 76ers. And I kept wondering, I heard about the South Carolina 76ers before. Well, you know where I heard about it from? Asia Wilson played. Asia Wilson, WNBA All-Star for the Las Vegas Ace, came out of that um, AAU outfit. The South Carolina 76ers. Wow. So so coming out of that South Carolina area, Ashley Watkins also playing for the South Carolina 76ers. And she goes to Cardinal Newman High School. She's a a sophomore at Cardinal Newman High School in South Carolina. And guess what? This young lady's dunking the ball already. Unbelievable. Ashley Watkins is dunking the basketball. And from what I understand, she's been dunking the basketball since she was in eighth grade in the junior high. Wonderful, wonderful situation, man. This young lady is a baller and she can really play lights out and can shoot lights out. But that's our AAU profile for this Wednesday's show. Ashlyn Wilson, and she plays for the South Carolina 76ers, her AAU team, and also she goes to Cardinal Newman High School. She's a sophomore dunking the basketball. You go, girl, do it. Man, that's something wonderful. All right, that's our AAU profile for the show, okay? All right, we've come to that point in the show. If you want to be a sponsor for the show or you want to add to your company to be on the show, hit me up at All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram and you leave a message. If you want to go to my Facebook feed, hit me up on All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. Hit the email button, leave your information, and I'll get right back to you. If you want to be a sponsor on the show, or if you want to have your ass to your company on the show, those are the two things, or one of those things, you could choose one or the other that you have to do. Thank you very much. All right. Those New York Knicks, baby. Coming out of that New York Nick building, baby. Love it, love it, love it. Well we're coming out the New York Nick building, they seem to put their hat in the ring for Mr. Chris Paul's services too now. I just heard this today. Wonderful, wonderful news. And again, Chris Paul, I really believe, has a good three to four more years in him. All right. Well, you know, you got Dennis Smith there, and they're really cultivating him as the point guard. Okay. So, I mean, what well, Dennis Smith can play off guard. So now, what, what, um, OKC wants is a three for one trade. Whoever it is. Okay. The three teams that, are really circling around Mr. Chris Paul is the the New York Knicks, the Detroit Pistons, and the Dallas Mavericks. The New York Knicks, the Detroit Pistons, and the Dallas Mavericks. But coming out of that New York building, the three players, they haven't mentioned the three players, but they did mention one player, and that's Frank Nacolini, Coming out of the New York building, Frank Nacolini. He's going to be one of those players that leaves the New York Knicks, all right? And, of course, I mean, he hasn't played that much. He's been injured since he's been with the Knicks. And so, hey, you know, maybe a fresh start for Mr. Nacolini uh, will do him good. Will do him good. But that's the only player. But OKC really wants three players. And, of course, the Knicks have a ton of players that they can mix in and make that deal happen, but that's not a guarantee, because, like I said, there's three other teams involved there's two other teams, as well as the Knicks, excuse me, involved in trying to acquire mr chris Paul and That would be a wonderful thing for the New York Knicks. They need veteran leadership in the Nick building, and Chris Paul would be an excellent veteran to help the young guys come along teach them how to play the game of basketball, and have longevity to their career. Chris Paul would be an excellent guy to come in and sort of mentor guys like Dennis Smith and R.J. Barrett. It would be a wonderful, wonderful thing. So coming out of that New York building, that's right, the Knicks are in the running for Chris Paul's services. And so you know, hey, he might go to Dallas, he might go to Detroit, but, hey, we'll welcome a guy like Chris Paul in a Knicks uniform. It'll be a wonderful, wonderful thing. And, again, even at his age of 34, he's still productive. He's very, very productive, and he will help the Knicks immensely if they were to obtain him in the 3-for-1 trade. Okay, coming out of that Chicago building right now, people, Kobe White. Man, I'm very high on Kobe White. Kobe, Kobe White is a phenomenal player, man. An excellent baller, man. Let me tell you, he's a rookie. He's coming out. And Kobe White has already stated he can't wait for training camp and he can't wait for his first regular season. He's itching to go. And so Kobe White's going to have an excellent season, people. He's going to have an excellent season. I believe he's going to come out the gate and be the starter In the Chicago area. I don't see why he won't be the starting point guard for the Chicago Bulls this season. He's a phenomenal player. He can do a little bit of everything. And I'm very excited to see Kobe White. And just like I said before, when we were talking about who's going to be the rookie of the year Zion or, or Cam Reddish, well, we're forgetting about Kobe White, people. We're forgetting about Kobe White. Guys like Kobe White that can come out, jump out, and perform at a high, high level. Kobe White is a phenomenal player, man. And so he's going to do his thing for Chicago. Now, will Chicago win a ton of games? I don't think so. But I'll tell you what, Kobe White's going to be very exciting to look at. He's going to be a very exciting player in the NBA for years to come. They really pick the gym when they picked Kobe White. But coming out of Chicago, Kobe White is stating he's ready and raring to go. He can't wait to go get to training camp, and he sure can't wait to start the regular season. All right, once again, baby, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball podcast on Instagram. Follow me, and I'm gonna follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people! All Things Basketball podcast is for you. Let's go. Well, all right. We got that WNBA recap, baby. That WNBA. And you know Coach Luke loves himself some WNBA. Right now, it's getting tight. It's getting tight. People are trying to get playoff positions. I believe the Minnesota Lynx just nailed down one of those playoff positions. So you'll see the Minnesota Lynx in the playoffs, the WNBA playoffs. They just won last night a big game, and they clinched one of the playoff positions, all right? And so, you know, it's getting tight right now. But let's get into our WNBA recap, okay? We had the Indiana Fever, 86, the Las Vegas Ace, 71. What's going on with my Las Vegas Ace? The minute I said they're the front runner, they've lost three in a row. What's happening? Come on, Ace, let's do it, all right? We got the the Phoenix Mercury, 95, the New York Liberty, 82. Let's go, Liberty. And we got the Washington Mystics, 95, and the L.A. Sparks, 66. And that's our WNBA recap for this night. That's our WNBA recap for tonight. Coming out of that Utah building, Mike Conley feels good in the Utah building. All right? He's saying he's just getting excellent Vibration excellent vibes all around here. Excellent vibes all around the Utah building. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing when you feel that way because you know Mike Conley, he dealt with a lot in Memphis. He dealt with a whole lot of losing at the entail of it. There was a whole lot being said between Mike Conley's representation and the um Memphis Grizzlies front office. There's a lot of backbiting and bickering and things of that nature. And so I'm happy for Mike Conley that he gets breath of fresh air and he's in the Utah building and he has a chance to hoist the chip because I tell you, Utah's loaded, man. They've got a lot of talent in that Utah building, and they're gonna be a big, big surprise in the West. And like I said, there's about five teams that really have an opportunity to hoist that NBA trophy at the end. And Utah is one of them. And so Mike Conley is saying he's getting nothing but good vibes since he's been in the Utah building, since he's been working out in Utah. He's getting nothing but good vibes. He has nothing but great feelings, and he really thinks this this season is going to be a special one for not only him, but it's going to be special for him and his teammates. And so that's the best way to walk into training camp. Feeling good about yourself and feeling good about your teammates. It's a wonderful, wonderful thing. I really believe though, it's going to be up to Mike Conley and Donovan Mitchell. The faster that they can gel and the faster that they can get on one page, the faster the Utah Jazz can go. It's really going to rely on those two guys at the guard position. Point guard and shooting guard. The quicker they can gel the quicker the Utah Jazz can get out the gate, I really believe it, and they do. Like Coach Luke said, have an excellent chance to win it all. I thought I, I, I never thought I'd see the day where I would be saying that the Utah Jazz have a great opportunity to win it all, but that day has arrived because I'm telling you, Utah is loaded. All right. Now, of course, you got to watch those LA teams. They're the front runners. But you got Utah right there. You got Houston right there. But Utah has an excellent chance to represent the West, not only represent the West, but win the NBA championship, people. They've got a great, great shot. And so Mike Conley is really feeling good. He's getting great vibes out the Utah building. And there's really no better way to come into a new season. So I'm very happy for Mike Conley that he's found a new home a new situation, and so that he can just concentrate on basketball because it's better when you can concentrate on basketball as opposed to arguing with coaches, arguing with front office people, and then still trying to go on that floor at night and perform at a high, high level with all of these things swirling around your mind. And so right now, Mike Conley is stating he's getting nothing but good vibes and he's ready to go. And Mike Conley's a baller, man. He's a baller, man. He ain't going to make no mistakes. He's not going to turn the ball over. He's an excellent point guard, and he's right in the middle of his career where he's t- it's time for Mike Conley to do some real big things, and he's in the right position, and he's on the right team to do some big, big things. And so I'm happy for Mike Conley and the Utah building. Once again, people, tap in. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Instagram. Follow me and I'm going to follow you. Tap into All Things Basketball Podcast on Facebook. And if you need good training, you know what to do. Hit the email button, leave your information, and we'll get right back to you. Download, share, like, download. Come on, people. All Things Basketball Podcast is for you. It really is for you. Let's go. All right. All right. New Orleans. Coach Alvin Gentry. Now, Coach Alvin Gentry is an excellent coach. He's an excellent coach. Alvin Gentry is an excellent coach. And I couldn't be more happy for a coach that has been on a coaching journey like Alvin Gentry. And now he finally has a situation where he has an opportunity this year to win. He has a real strong opportunity to win. And so it's a wonderful, wonderful thing. You know, he's got a lot of great talent. A lot of great talent. We don't have to mention Zion Williamson, Alonzo uh, Ball, uh, Brandon Ingram, Jackson Hayes. You know what I mean? Derek Favors. All right. We got, there's a lot of talent, a lot of talent in that building, man. And they're going to really perform at a high, high level. You know what I'm saying? JJ Reddick. Okay. You got a ton of players, man. A ton of players in that New Orleans building. And they're ready to come out there and perform, man. They're young. They're young. J.J. Redick is the elder statesman. They're young. But I tell you what, just like I was talking about that young nucleus with the Knicks. Now, this young nucleus, I'm not going to fool you, is a lot better than what the Knicks have. They're loaded at every position in New Orleans. Okay? And my girl Swing Cash is over there. You know what I mean? She's the senior VP, player operation. So Swing Cash is doing her thing. So I got to pull a little bit. But I tell you, New Orleans is going to be a very hard out. They're going to be a very hard out, people. And if you can keep that nucleus together and keep those players together, they're going to do some big things. You know, Now, they might not do a lot of things this year, but moving forward, Moving forward, they're going to do a lot of big things, all right? I really believe they're going to make the playoffs this year, okay? But, they you know, and, and, and they're going to move forward, and then they're going to make the playoffs next season, and that's when you're going to have to really watch this Pelican team. So Not so much this season, even though they will make the playoffs, I believe, but next season is when they're going to become a real strong threat to everybody in the league And so you're going to have to pay strong attention to this New Orleans Pelicans team in these next couple of seasons because you might see them teetering around that Western Conference Finals within the next year or so. They've got that much talent. They're loaded. And you know Jackson Hayes is one of my guys, man. Jackson Hayes is a baller, all right? And you got Zion Williamson there, but remember that name. Jackson Hayes, because you're going to see him do a lot of big things this season. But I tell you what, Alvin Gentry is not satisfied with just making the playoffs. He stated, Alvin Gentry of the New Orleans Pelicans stated, we don't just want to make the playoffs. So you know what that means. He wants to put a dent in the playoffs this season. He just doesn't want to make the playoffs. That won't be a victory for the New Orleans Pelicans to just make the playoffs this season. They want to go further than just the first round. They want to go deep into the playoffs. And if you go deep into the playoffs, guess what, people? You got an opportunity. You really got an opportunity to do some big things. And so that's what Alvin Gentry is stating. Hey, everybody is saying, oh, well, New Orleans is going to make the playoffs. Well, the head coach of the New Orleans Pelicans has stated, I don't just want to make the playoffs and I don't want my players to feel like making the playoffs is a victory because it's not. And so when you start to think like that and your whole team starts to build on that with the coaches, the leader saying the playoffs is not good enough, then sky's the limit. I don't care what age you are, young, old, sky's the limit because you won't settle for anything less than a high performance and so that's what Alvin Gentry is saying. The playoffs, just making the playoffs is not acceptable. We need to do a lot more, and we want to do a lot more than just make the playoffs. And that's a wonderful, wonderful thing out of New Orleans out of the New Orleans Pelicans building. Alright. Once again, baby, it's a wonderful, wonderful situation. Episode forty nine. Good Vibrations, we're one from 50 people. Stick with Coach Luke and All Things Basketball Podcast because we're on a wonderful, wonderful journey. Let's keep it going. Uh, like I said, I appreciate and love all of the followers, everybody that listens, downloads, shares. We're just getting more and more people uh, to join us daily, and it's a wonderful thing. It's a wonderful thing, man. I could even remember uh the first episode and I felt like well is anybody gonna listen? Well man, we got a ton of listeners and I love it. I really do love it. And so we'll see you Friday. Friday's episode at seven PM Shaw. Good night. God bless. <laughs>